Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Afra, and this is Aging Ungracefully. And my friends, it's summer. Solstice has come. It has, has gracened us with its greenery. At least here in Alberta, everything is so lush and so green and growing like crazy. And I think it's just from the sheer amount of like rain we've been having, which your girl is living for. Like I might be like an earth sign, um, but I am a water baby. I'm like rain down on me, Lady Gaga, let me splash around in this. Like I'm usher and I'm ready to burn. Like it's insane. Like I love the rain so much. But it's been like, it's been a good week of tons and tons and tons of like thought and like getting kind of lost in thought. And in getting lost in my thought, I thought about, you know, how much has changed. How much in my life have I gone through and overcome and struggled with and put down and picked up and backed and forth and you know where where was i where have i been where am i going how is it going and just checking in and it's actually funny because on a day that i was you know just kind of like remarking in the fact that so much has changed i was also thinking about how i I'm still learning some lessons. <laughs> like I'm still really trying to settle into myself, like lessons that I have learned that I don't need to repeat, like things that I don't, shouldn't have to force myself to learn over and over and over and over again. Like the karmic cycle must end kind of lessons. And one of those big ones is like the importance of health and rest. And I've talked about it in the past, but I am not someone that does rest well. Like I I will start to rest and then I'm like, I need to clean. I need to do this. I need to water the plants. I need to vacuum the bed. Bed. I need to vacuum my bed, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I need to vacuum the floor in my bedroom. <laughs> you know, there's so many things that every time I have the opportunity to rest, I'm just like, this needs to get done. This needs to get done. And that needs to get done. And I need to do this. And it's at that point now where it's like, girl, you're an adult. It's time to settle on down, sit back, and just enjoy moments because not everything needs to be perfect. Not all the dishes need to be put away. Not all the laundry needs to be done. I'm very organized to a point of obsessive. Like I am very like, I need to have this done. I have specifically color-coded pens for writing notes. Like I'm very, very OCD like that. And it's just part of having PTSD, as I've been told, to have like a little hint of that um, for that need of control. But I've really like leaned in over the last few years of like relinquishing a lot of control and trying to go with the flow more, which is not easy for me, <laughs> but I'm learning and I'm really trying to settle into that. And something that came up this week was like, I'm not great at resting. <laughs> I was like, go, 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 go. So I've been doing my side hustle. I've been working my full-time job. I've been trying to have a social life again. I've been, um, my, my bosses were here for my full-time job this week. So that left me so little time to do anything else outside of being with them for like 12 to 13 hours a day. So I was just very like, come Friday, I was 
burnt out. Your girl was like toast that got forgotten. I was like barely functioning. I was having headaches and I have headaches when I'm pushing myself too hard. So like I had a headache. I was like tense. I was annoyed. My jaw was clenched. Like I was just not breathing. And for somebody who meditates daily, not breathing is like not a good thing. But it's also, as I'm finding out, a trauma response. It's also something that people do when um, locked into a state of like fight or flight, which is really, really freaking cool uh, to learn, but also like a little a little annoying <laughs> when you're just like, oh, I haven't like been breathing. I, I like mindfulness went out the window. I was on hyperdrive trying to get all of these things done all the time. And I just needed to like sit back and relax and let myself be. And that's what I did. I, I, yesterday I took a microdose of psilocybin. I have been wanting to work more with this plant medicine for a while. And I was like hesitant and back and forth on it because like mushrooms, like psilocybin as like, um, like a recreational use has always given me the worst anxiety. I don't like being that control out of my body. I understand for some people it's a great time, but for me, because of like my PTSD and anxiety, it's always felt like actually quite the opposite. And I've always been like really scared to like go in higher increments and, and to like let my body live in that state. And so when the opportunity came up to start microdosing, I was like, well, you know, your girl has done therapy. She's done like six years straight of psychologies and psychotherapists and like CBT, D, DBT, uh, EMDR, um, talk therapy, like traditional talk therapy, you know, trauma coaching. And so much has worked well. And I would say trauma coaching worked the best out of any of those. But I still have these like waves of like really wanting to go inward and you know, create a space for me inside myself of like rest and relaxation and acknowledging parts of myself and, and love and, you know, helping my brain correct itself because PTSD is a bitch. And, you know, I still have very active flashbacks at times. Um, I mean, significantly, yes, less, less as time has gone on. And especially working with my trauma coach, like I would say I used to have them like almost every other day, uh, to the point of like being unable to function in certain, certain like days and in ways. But I would say in the last like year, it's been one every few months, which is like a huge accomplishment and so cool. But I still wanted to like see what other modalities of, of healing and like relaxing were out there. So I started microdosing and just the sheer amount of quiet my brain had, like my brain has never been that quiet. Like if you've met me in life and you're like, man, this bitch talks a lot and she talks super fast. Um, that's my brain <laughs> like all the freaking time. And so taking uh, psilocybin and as like a microdose is like a medicine and like letting myself just feel into it. I was, my brain was so quiet. I actually didn't know what to do with myself. I was like, my brain is so quiet. And I was really just called to rest to lay straight and flat and on my bed and just stare up at the roof and listen to the rain because it's pouring rain 
and just like snuggle up. I have like squishmallows. They really help with my anxiety and like they're very tactile when I'm like feeling a little overwhelmed. So I'm like holding them and like curled up. And yes, I'm like 33 and I have stuffed animals, but like it really helps me like ground myself. And that's what I did yesterday for hours. And I just like laid there and soaked it in and it was marvelous. And in that moment, I started to realize that like I hold myself back from really allowing myself the space and the time to live in what I've the work I've done so far rather than trying to think about the work I need to do in the future. And that comes with like work as in physical work as in my job. Um, that comes in work as like, you know, the work that I need to do on myself, the work I need to do in my home. You know, I really want to create like a, a oasis on my patio for the summer. And like, so I'm like, oh, we're already into July. I'm not going to have time. Like, you know, like it's always like, bop, 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 bop. like you have to get done. You have to do this. You have to do that. And my brain yesterday just went, nope, you're just going to like chill, my friend. You're just going to hang out. You're just going to chill. And so I did. I laid in bed. I wrote some, like I'm a huge writer. I have like seven filled journals of like writing and poetry and stuff. And so I grabbed uh, Richard Wagamese's book, um, Embers, and I read some of the poems out of there and then I got inspired and then I was like, I need to write. And then I started writing and I was like, I need to read some of my older poetry because like how much has changed since I wrote that. And like, so I started reading some of the stuff that I used to perform when I did, um, like spoken word. And so I was like, oh, wow. Like I was just having these moments of just clarity of like, this is what happens when I slow down, when I stop and I pause and I just breathe into myself. What I need for myself is to help. Like I'm, it's showing up. It's showing up. It's telling me like I needed to create. So I created, I needed to rest. So I rested and I didn't have any like self-punishing thoughts about it. I didn't sit there and like berate myself for doing those things. And I was like, fuck yeah, like I did it. I'm, I'm nailing it. And it's just like, I've never felt that way. It's really, really, really easy to berate the fuck out of yourself. It's really easy to be like, oh, you know, I did this thing and I shouldn't have done this thing and or like I rested but I had all these things to do and now I'm like super overwhelmed because I have all these things to do and it's like it's where my brain wanted to go this morning because I was like I need to record the podcast I need to get groceries I have some projects I need to finish I have some like personal stuff that were going on so like I have to go see some friends and so I'm like there's so much stuff I have to do today oh my gosh blah 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 like I spent all day resting yesterday if I would have just and then I was like wait pause for a minute yo if you would have just what? You're going to be busy regardless. Enjoy the time you took for yourself. And so I'm putting that out to all of you because ask yourself, like, are you kind to yourself when you give yourself rest? Are you kind to yourself when you shut the world out? How often do you shut the whole world out? You know, I do it on occasion. It's been tough for me over the years. And it's like, it's an excuse, but it's been tough for me over the years because I, during the week, I am 24-7. I'm salaried. I'm expected to be able to, like, answer if there's an emergency. Um, and, like, it's really tough for me to turn off. And then I just feel guilt turning off. And so, like, I'm really, like, leaning into just, like, saying, fuck it. <laughs> you don't own me and turning off entirely. Um, I'm, like, trying to settle more into putting my phone on Do Not Disturb and just listening to music and going for walks and writing and working on projects and, you know, doing my my side hustle and just, like, investing in myself to do what I need to do for myself. 
And so again, I'm asking all of you, like, what do you do for yourself? Are you chastising yourself or are you praising yourself? Can you go from chastising yourself to praising yourself? If you're praising yourself, high fucking five, my friend, that shit is not easy. Um, but like, you know, what are you doing to give yourself rest? What are you doing to honor yourself? What works for you? What helps you with your daily routine, with your daily life? Are you, you know, functioning from a high place of like anxiety of everything needs to get done all the time? Or are you functioning from a place of like, I can do this as I go and everything will still be safe and I will still be okay and life will still go on. And so I wanted to share this thing that I read yesterday and I wanted to share it because when I read it, 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 I read it while I was laying on my bed doing nothing. And I was like, oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. And so I'm going to read it and I'm going to let you guys kind of sit with it too. It says, urgency is a trauma response. The need to heal fast, the need to get there already. And it is from an account called mariana.y.t, Mariana Yane Trinan. I hope to gosh, I said that right. I probably did not. Um, But she, she puts up this post and says, think about traumatic events. They require for us to act urgently and without much thought. They activate the part of us that is more automatic rather than thoughtful, slow, and mindful. When you find yourself impatient and feeling like you need to figure everything out urgently, notice the energy of trauma response in your body. Don't judge yourself. Just notice with compassion. Let this part of you know. I see you. I see how scared you are how you feel that you're being threatened right now. Then validate everything this part this part shares with you. Invite this part of you to speak and share with you, to listen to it with love and compassion. This is one of the best ways to transform a trauma survival response into resilience. This is something that I learned with my trauma coach. We really worked on it. Now, the she did not initially say that urgency is a trauma response. Uh, she kind of lets you navigate your own journey with her her help. But what what stuck out for me in that was like, I forget that sometimes. I forget that that need to like clean up my space and to be exceedingly organized and to like get things done right now comes from a fear of getting in trouble, not being good enough, not being worthy. And so like taking a moment to pause and like sit with myself that incurred that trauma, you know, when I get to that point of like urgency, sometimes not recently, but most of the time I'll sit down, I'll be like, okay, tiny Afra, take me back. Where does this fucking come from? And once I identify it, I'm like, okay, let's, let's like, just think about this. Like we are safe. You know, who's going to yell at us in our own home if we didn't do the dishes? fucking no one. No one's in this home but us, yo. Like you can do your dishes in your own damn time. Um and just really like seeding into that like understanding and that acknowledgement of it's going to be okay. You don't need to rush. For the longest time, I was someone who had to be constantly busy. So I would like work eight to 10 hours, depending on the day, get off work, eat something like super quick, usually not good for me, 
go out with friends, go to practice, go to music, go to like, I would, and I would just go, 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 go. And I've been like that since I was a teenager. Like it wasn't, it was never like, there wasn't really a break in that. I was always constantly go, 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 go. I have actually been hospitalized with burnout more than once. I have had to go on medical leaves for burnout more than once. And it's because I just genuinely struggle to pause. And I'm learning in my 30s that that fear to pause, that, you know, constant need to do, it's not helping. It's hurting. <laughs> you know, I might think for a moment, like doing the dishes right now really helped me. I don't have to do them later. I'm not like as anxious. But if I'm doing the dishes when I can barely keep my eyes open and then I have 101 other things I need to do before I go to bed, like what is it that's really helping me here? Like what is it in this that's actually serving me? Nobody else lives with me. I don't have any onus to anybody else. Those dishes can get done whenever. I have more than enough dishes in my health to be sustainable. Like, what is this coming from? And so, like, really trying to seed into allowing myself to comfort myself and to, like, look back at, like, little me and be like, yo, you might have had to do this one point in your life, but you don't got to do this no more. (laughs) You don't got to do this no more. And you can chill and you can sleep. And you can rest and you can relax and that can be fucking okay. It can be more than okay. So I'm saying this because I know I've talked about it in the past, but it's just come up a lot this week, the need to rest and like the effects it has on my health when I'm not resting. So when I'm not sleeping like seven to eight hours a night um, and I'm not going to bed on a consistent schedule, uh, my anxiety is through the fucking roof. I am easily triggered. I'm very emotional. And I'm very overwhelmed and I start to get like nitpicky and panicky and I get like just a little too eye twitchy and it doesn't help. And then I start like consuming stimulants like crazy, like coffee becomes sugar and coffee become my crutch. I like when I'm like that, it's like that needing that hit and that rush of energy so that I'm just not, you know, in my own brain about it. And it's not helpful. The funny thing is it's actually doing the exact opposite. Sugar's horrific for your gut health and for your overall health. In small doses, sugar's fine, but like you shouldn't be overloading yourself on like Starbucks and then it's like, you know, just drinking constant sugar, which is something I do. I'm a, like, <laughs> I'm a drink fiend when it comes to like things. Like I'm not much of a snacker, but you'll see like my table at work or like my table at home. That's just like, smoothie, coffee, juice, water, like ginger ale, ginger beer. Like it's just, it's always packed with shit and it's never usually stuff that's very good for me. Um, so like sharing that with you guys and just like a huge reminder of like remembering that when we're burnt out, our bodies will tell us we're trying to seek out stimulants to give us those like mental chemical, I'm snapping, mental chemical hits that we need so that we can keep going. And it's actually not it's it's our body telling us like I need this stimulation in order to keep going, but it's also a good moment to pause and be like, do I need this or do I need to go to sleep? Um, on Friday night, I got off work. I had dinner or sorry, Thursday. It was a short week. On Thursday night, I got off work. I had dinner and I was like, I need to nap. So I laid down. I napped for two hours. I woke up, was like, man, I feel groggy. I'm going to go have a shower, like do my live my life lived my life. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to like, you know, use a little bit, can- little bit of cannabis, medicate a little bit, help relax my body and my back and my brain. And I did that. And then I literally fell asleep for like nine straight hours. 
Um, and my body needed it. It was screaming at me by the end of the week to get it and to listen to it and that it needed it. And so I'm putting it out to you guys as well that like, listen to your body when you can. Um, when I was burnt out on Wednesday, my body was screaming at me to stop. And I was still like, I see you, <laughs> but I'm not going to stop. And so like, I'm really trying to also like give myself a break for my health because when I'm like that, like I said, my anxiety flares, I start to have stomach issues again. I have issues digesting and resting and which is like a huge thing about like your, I think it's your prefrontal cortex. But when you are like pumping cortisol, your rest and digest goes out the window and cortisol increases when you're stressed, anxious, tired, overwhelmed. And so like my body was like not digesting. My stomach was hurting. I was feeling like garbage. I was like, this needs to stop. Your health is important. And I'm finally at a point now where I feel like I'm not going to go through burnout again in my life unless there's a situation in which I cannot control where it, it just happens because of the situation. But I just feel like I'm learning now that like, hey girl, you know, you can't keep your eyes open past eight o'clock because you've been going too hard all week. Go to bed. Go to bed. If anybody needs you, they'll call you. If they call you and you don't answer, they're not in your favorites. It's not important. Like it's just like go rest, relax, chill, sleep, listen to your body. Um, and also just like take a minute. You know, my body's gotten really good at telling me when I'm burning out. It's gotten really good at being like, bitch, slow down. It's gotten amazing at like, you are not listening. So we're going to show you why you need to listen. And, you know, sometimes that is the biggest blessing and also the biggest curse because getting sick every single time that you start to burn out um, is shitty. But it's also a great reminder of like, you won't get here if you just keep taking care of yourself. And that's not always applicable to every sickness you get. Um, obviously viruses and other things happen, but like it is applicable in this sense. So yeah, take time friends, chill out, relax. I know summer for all of us seems to be fucking hectic already. And we're only a few weeks in after the solstice. I know June for if you're living in like a prairie province, you're like, bitch, June is midsummer. You're right. I know. Um, but like, take the time. Remember, we just got out of a, a panini, a few year panini here. And it's not even like the panini isn't over. People are still getting sick and stuff, but it's just like, restrictions have lifted. Masking has mostly lifted. People are getting out. They're getting busy. They're, they're seeing each other. They're hanging out. So, but remember to like honor yourself in that. Like if you are going because of the sake of going, it's not going for the sake of you. It's going for the sake of getting it done. And it's not going to serve you at the end of the day to just do things because you feel you have to, not because you don't like, not because you want to, you should always want to do something. If you don't want to do it, then don't do it. This isn't always applicable, friends. Please don't hold me responsible to be your inner dialogue when you are at work. You are paid to do the things. <laughs> do not listen to me. Continue to collect your paycheck. Continue to pass go. Um, but yeah, I think that I just wanted to reflect to everybody that burnout feeling and and remembering like how important it is to rest and how important it is to take a moment. I also, before the end of this podcast, wanted to talk a little bit about last week's podcast. Guys, I was overwhelmed by the amount of you who reached out and were like, thank you. Thank you. And also thank you for getting fucking angry and talking. And man, like you got a lot of like a lot to say about this shit. And like, it was so cool to hear. And I was like, man, 
maybe I'll do that more often. I tend to keep that stuff out of the podcast because like this was a place for growth and healing and sharing. Um, but that specifically the overturning of Roe v. Wade was triggering as all hell. Um, and on top of that, just being a woman and a person of color and knowing the medical health care system and the foster care system um, and knowing so much and seeing so much of those systems and how broken they are and knowing that because of what has happened in the States and if you've paid attention to the news in Canada, what is very similarly kind of going the same way in Canada, it's terrifying. It's, it's absolutely devastating. And so, you know, just the thought of wanting to protect people and protect women, especially, and protect women in these situations and these thoughts, it was just like, I could not say something. And so I'm appreciative of all those who reached out and were like, thank you. I'm appreciative of all my friends in the States who listen, who reached out and were like, it feels good to be supported from afar. Um, and not just that, but who shared what it's been like. You know, I have a good friend uh, who shared to me like they are a mother um, of two daughters and like how this whole experience for them is like just infuriating and that like their grandmother had more rights than their currently their daughters do. And so, you know, I recognize and I see them and I say, you know, anything that we can do, any way that we can support, um, luckily they live in a state that um still recognizes it like as a state um but you know when anything turns federally that can change really quickly with change in government so there is a lot of feelings i'm so grateful that people were so supportive and reflective i was really afraid to talk about it not because i'm afraid of people hating me i'm not um but being afraid of like having to deal with the fallout of people not liking what i had to say um of like just people being pissy. Um, but it wasn't that at all. And so I was really grateful for that. Um, and yeah, I just continue, want to say like, continue to support one another, continue to support each other, uh, you know, love each other, continue to raise women up. If you are a male who listens to podcasts, which is like not huge in my demographic, but like if you're a male who listens to the podcast, continue to support the women in your life. You may not agree with the decision. It's not really yours to agree with anyway, but like realistically, like support the women in your life, raise the women up around you, love the people around you, continue to be there for each other. This is just the beginning of a fight, but we are here to support and love one another. And I don't want to like shine rainbows out my ass, but I want to say like, there's something to be said by the collective coming together, loving and supporting one another. We can move more mountains together than we can move by ourselves. If you've ever tried to climb a mountain, you would know that the climb is usually easier with others than it is when you are trying to climb entirely solo. And with that, friends, that is this week's episode. It's been great talking at you, talking to you. Um, next weekend, there may not be an episode. I haven't fully decided yet. I took some time off for some holidays because like you said, your girl's burned out. <laughs> but uh, but also it's my dad's birthday, guys. It's Papa, Papa Potts' birthday, Dado's birthday. Um, and it is actually this Wednesday. His is his birthday. But <laughs> we're celebrating this coming weekend. I took some time off to spend time with him. And then 
a few days after that is actually the anniversary of my grandmother passing. And so I really wanted to honor her by taking that time off and uh, having some ceremony this week and just really nesting into that. The woman had such a loving, empowerful, impactful presence in my life and she's so important to me. And so this is, uh, this is the time to honor her and I'm really, really ready to honor her. So for those of you who listened in the past and heard my episode about my grandma, think of her, celebrate her. You know, if I can say anything about my grandma, it's just that she was loved everybody, um, empowered everybody, believed in herself and was a badass bitch. And so if you're going to do anything to honor her, I just suggest being your badass self, like loving everybody around you and do something kind, do something kind, tell somebody that they're pretty, tell somebody that you appreciate them and just show the fuck up. My dudes just show up. That's all she did. Most of her life was just show up for us. And I could not be any more grateful for that. So now I'm going to end the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. This has been fantastic. And I'll speak to you guys next week, maybe, or the week after.